With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. Of course, happy April Fool's Day, everyone. As we come to you once again from the WCWUS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, as we get set to bring you episode number 357 of the WCWUS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is, of course, WCWUS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWUS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you, as we will be, of course, as always, bringing you today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report here, of course, for this for today. <coughs> we will also, of course, talk about the week that was, of course, here in the radio network, of course, going through, of course, the final week of the month of March. Of course, with a lot of things going on in the lead up, of course, obviously to the granddaddy of the mall, WrestleMania. We will also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in our review, we will, of course, talk about the once again the full results of the Impact in New Japan crossover called Multiverse United. We will also, of course, talk about last night's Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor uh, event. And also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, earlier this earlier this morning, of course, uh, or earlier this afternoon, of course, uh, we did also have the NXT Stand and Deliver event. We will, of course, talk about it as well. And the lead up, of course, to night one of some of your matches, of course, for WrestleMania 39. <clears throat> of course, uh, that'll be hopefully starting up here, of course, very, very soon. We will also, of course, bring you any additional wrestling news tidbits, also courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. If you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, please feel free, of course, as always, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, 1-605-562-0444. 
uh, caller ID 1141364-pound, and press that one, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening. It is now 5.57 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, as we said, this is Saturday, April 1st, 2023. Good to have you here, of course, here with us here this evening. <clears throat> of course, as we do celebrate, of course, the beginning of the month of April, of course, here as well, with a whole lot, of course, going on, everything from uh, Easter to spring break and all that great stuff. And, of course, a whole lot will be going on, I'm sure, throughout the month of April, of course, <clears throat> especially right here in the radio network. Uh, so let's go ahead and get underway here, ladies and gentlemen, as we, of course, will start things off. <coughs> Excuse me. We will, of course, start things off with our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here, of course, as we always do. And we will, of course, start it off, of course, with the wrestling portion uh, here for today. But we'll see. Let's we'll see what we have. We will, of course, see what we have, of course, here for, for this evening. As we get it up underway here, and here we go, of course, folks. So listen, of course, very, very carefully, of course, to some of the some of the great moments, of course, here in wrestling history. Of course, it took place on this day in history. Of course, this is the wrestling portion, and here we go. On this date in 1973, Jim Crockett Sr. sadly passed away at the age of 63. He was a wrestling promoter and also a multi-sport franchise owner of a number of different ice hockey and baseball teams. When Crockett Sr. passed away, his son, uh, Jim Jr., took control of many of the wrestling territory, territory responsibilities, which was renamed Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling. He was inducted into the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2015. On a state in 1990, of course, WrestleMania 6 was held at the Toronto Sky Dome in front of 67,678 fans, which included a future rated R superstar in the crowd. This was the first WrestleMania to be held outside of the United States, and the future of face versus face main event where both of the promotion's premier championships were, of course, on the line. Here, of course, are the, the matches that took place at WrestleMania 6, of course, on this day. Uh, let's see, I do believe that was uh, 33 years ago. Rick DeMotta Martel uh, defeated Coco Beware. Demolition defeated the Colossal Connection, who was Haku and Andre the Giant, for the tag team titles. The match would be Andre's final WrestleMania match. Earthquake did defeat Hercules. Mr. Perfect lost to Bruce the Barber Beefcake. Rowdy Roddy Piper and Bad News Brown fought to a no contest. The Hart Foundation defeated the Bolsheviks in 19 seconds. The Barbarian pinned Tito Santana. Dusty Rhodes and his valet, uh, the late Sapphire, with the late Miss Elizabeth in their corner, would defeat the Macho King Randy Savage and Sensational Queen Sherry in the first ever intergender tag team match on pay-per-view. A side note, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, I believe the only uh, content everyone that was in the ring, ladies and gentlemen, the only person from that particular match that is still alive today is the referee. Sadly, Dusty has passed on. Sapphire has passed on. Miss Elizabeth has passed on. Randy Savage has passed on, as well as, of course, Sherry S. Sensational Sherry. Of course, you know, Sherry Martell, she has passed on as well. The Orient Express did defeat the Rockers by countout. Hacksaw, and of course, that was thanks to Mr. Fuji. Hacksaw Jim Duggan pinned Dino Bravo. 
The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, defeated Jake the Snake Roberts by countout in a Million Dollar Championship match. The Big Boss Man did defeat his former Twin Towers tag team partner, Akeem, who, of course, we also would know as the one-man gang. Ravishing Rick Rude defeated Superfly Jimmy Snuka. And Intercontinental Champion, the Ultimate Warrior, defeated Hulk Hogan for the WWF World title in the main event. The Intercontinental title was vacated by the Warrior, as, as it deemed in storyline at the time, that both singles titles could not be held by the same person simultaneously. We do, of course, have a video, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, of showing a very, showing, of course, of a, of a, it may not be like the full match, but of course it is, it is, of course, uh, I'm sure a segment of the, of the infamous match between Hogan and Warrior from WrestleMania six. Uh, we will, if it, and we, the possibility that it may have been posted in the video vault already, but if it hasn't, we will, we will repost it so everybody can go and check it out here, uh, of course, as well. <clears throat> On this day, 1996, the post-WrestleMania 12 live and taped editions of Raw came from San Bernardino, California. Wildman, Wildman Mark Merrill made his WWF TV debut with a victory over Isaac Yankum DDS. Of course, we, we would, of course, know that as Kane, know him later as Kane. And after the match, rescued Sable, who was his real-life wife, Rena, uh, from a berate, from a, from a, uh, uh, from a, uh, from a, of course, a, uh, um, um, a berating by Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Also, Mankind defeated Bob Sparkplug Holly in his WWF TV debut. And at the end of the live edition, attacked The Undertaker's main event match against Justin Hulk Bradshaw. On the taped editions, Goldust Intercontinental title was held up after a controversial ending to a title match against Salvio Vega. However, Goldust defeated Vega in a rematch at the same tape to officially claim back the title. On a state in 2001, ladies and gentlemen, WrestleMania 17 was held at the Reliant Astrodome in Houston, Texas, in front of 67,925 fans, which was the second largest WrestleMania crowd at the time. This was the first Mania to be held in a stadium-sized venue since the 1992 edition. Many long-term fans and critics regard this edition of Mania as the greatest of all time. Based on the combination of <coughs> excuse me, of gimmick, mat gimmick matches, nostalgia, and a strong and poignant main event with two of sports entertainment's highly loved and respected performers. On the card, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Jericho retained the Intercontinental title against WWF Commissioner William Regal. Taz and the APA, who was Bradshaw and Farouk, accompanied by Jacqueline, defeated the right to censor, who was Bull Buchanan, the good father, and Val Venus in a six-man tag. Kane defeated Raven and the Big Show for the hardcore title. Eddie Guerrero, accompanied by Perry Saturn, defeated Tess for the European title. Kurt Angle pinned Chris Benoit. Ivory from right to center lost the women's title to China. This would be China's final WrestleMania match. Shane McMahon defeated Vince McMahon in a street fight. One of the biggest pops of the night was from the live crowd was when Linda McMahon became KFAB unsedated and attacked Vince to enable Shane to set up his RVD influence coast-to-coast -coast finisher on Vince for the win. Mick Foley was the special guest referee. And, of course, this one came after, of course, the announcement that Shane McMahon had bought WCW. Edge and Christian won the tag team titles in a, in a spectacular TLC match against both the Dudleys and the Hardys. Of course, the Iron Sheik won the gimmick battle royal by eliminating Hillbilly Jim. Other competitors included Brother Love, 
Tugboat, Earthquake, The Bushwhackers, The Gobbledygooker, The Goon, Sergeant Slaughter, and Jim Cornette. The Undertaker defeated Triple H in a grudge match to extend <coughs> his WrestleMania streak to 9-0. And Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated The Rock for the WWF title in a no-DQ match. Austin would turn heel towards the end of the match with assistance from Vince McMahon. On his date in 2002, Bubba Ray Dudley defeated Raven for the hardcore title on Monday Night Raw from Albany, New York. On his date in 2006 at Ring of Honor's Better Than Our Best in Chicago, Brian Danielson retained the Ring of Honor world title against Lance Storm, Austin Aries, and Roderick Str- I mean, Also, Austin Aries and Roderick Strong retained the, the Ring of Honor tag team titles against Sima and Naruki Doi. Also on the card, Samoa Joe defeated AJ Styles. Christopher Daniels and Jimmy Yang in a four-corners match, and also Colt Cabana pinned Homicide in a fight without honor match in the main event. On his day in 2007, WrestleMania 23 was held for the first time at Ford Field in Detroit in front of a record-breaking 80,103 fans. This was the second main to be held in the Detroit area. And, of course, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, sung America the Beautiful at the start of the pay-per-view for the second time in 20 years. Ticket sales for the event grossed over $5 million, and an estimated $25 million was pumped into the local economy. Also, this was the company's most bought pay-per-view at the time, with 1.21 million purchases in the States. The matches from WrestleMania 23, of course, was as follows. Carlito and Ric Flair defeated Chavo Guerrero and Gregory Helms in a tag team lumberjack match before the pay-per-view. Mr. Kennedy, that's Kennedy, won the Money to Bank ladder match defeating CM Punk, Edge, Finley, Jeff Hardy, King Booker, Matt Hardy, and Randy Orton. The great Kali defeated Kane. Chris Benoit retained the U.S. title against MVP. The Undertaker defeated Batista for the World Heavyweight title and extended his WrestleMania winning streak to 15-0. The ECW Originals, who was RVD, Sabu, The Sandman, and Tommy Dreamer, defeated The New Breed, who was Elijah Burke, Kevin Thorne, Marcus Corvon, and Matt Stryker. In the Hair versus Hair Battle of the Billionaires match, Donald Trump's representative, Bobby Lashley, who, of course, was the ECW champion, defeated Mr. McMahon's KFAB henchman, Umaga, who was the Intercontinental champion. The special guest referee was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Melina retained the women's title in a Lumberjill match, and John Cena defeated Shawn Michaels in the main event to retain the WWE title. Also, of course, we have a video right here, which we may have also probably put in the video vault as well, of the match from, of, of, of course, the, the encounter after, of course, the Battle of the Billionaires match at WrestleMania 23. We, we will, just on the safe side, prepare it. To put, we'll put it back in there in the video vault. So a lot of people who did not did not see that match before or see anything happen to do with that match, we will, of course, we will, of course, repost it here again. On a day in 2012, WrestleMania, uh, let's see, 20, 20, 28 was held in the Sun Life Stadium in Miami in front of 78,363 fans. For the first time in history, a WrestleMania match was announced a year in advance, which helped the event to achieve the highest grossing pay-per-view receipts in pro wrestling history at the time. On the card, Here's what happened. Of course, the pre-show, Primo and Epico retained the tag team titles in a triple threat match against Justin against <clears throat> against, of course, the team of Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd, as well as the Usos. The 2011 Royal Rumble winner Sheamus defeated Daniel Bryan in 18 seconds to win the World Heavyweight Title. 
Kane defeated Randy Orton. The Big Show defeated Cody Rhodes for the Intercontinental title. The Undertaker extended WrestleMania winning streak to 20-0 by defeating Triple H in a Hell in a Cell end of an era match with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. Team Johnny, who was David Otunga, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Jack Swagger, Mark Henry, and The Miz, defeated Team Teddy, who was Booker T, Kofi Kingston, The Great Khali, R-Truth, Santino Morella, and Zack Ryder, in a 12-man tag team match to determine the general manager role for both for both Raw and SmackDown. Of course, I think in a way you could probably kind of think Eve Torres were probably having a hand in that. CM Punk defeated Chris Jericho by submission to retain the WWE title. The match stipulation was that if Punk had been disqualified, then he would have lost the title. And The Rock defeated John Cena in the main event build a once-in-a-lifetime match. And we also have a video of the match, of course, between Triple H and Undertaker, of course, the end of an era Hell in a Cell match. We will post that, ladies and gentlemen, of course, in the video vault. We may have already have it, but again, just in case, if it might be been a while since we posted it, we will repost it again. On a state in 2016, Finn Balor retained the NXT title against Samoa Joe in the main event of NXT TakeOver Dallas. Also, Asuka defeated Bailey for the NXT Women's title, and American Alpha defeated the Revival for the NXT Tag Team titles. This event is considered... To, by many to be the greatest NXT takeover of all time and also included a match between Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn that simultaneously acted as Nakamura's WWE debut and Zayn's last match on the NXT brand. Of course, we do have that encounter, ladies and gentlemen, and we will post that one in the NXT US page so you can go relive that, that moment. On this day in 2017, Bobby Roode retained, speaking of the NXT title, Bobby Roode retained the NXT title against Shinsuke Nakamura in the main event of NXT TakeOver Orlando. And we have that one as well, and we'll post it also in the NXT US page so you can go back and relive that. And three birthdays, of course, here today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's wish, of course, a very happy, uh, give me just a second. Yes, happy 34th birthday today to Jesse Sorensen. We also want to wish a very happy, let's see. Uh, 40th birthday to AEW superstar, I believe he's still with AEW, Scorpio Sky. And also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a very happy 43rd birthday today to the legend killer himself, RKO Randy Orton. So happy birthday today to Jesse Sorensen, Scorpio Sky, and Randy Orton. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring you, of course, here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring you, of course, here your... <coughs> Uh, your, uh, of course, your pop culture history and birthdays, of course, here for this evening. Uh, <clears throat> we'll, of course, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we will post it. We will, what, what we, of course, provide here today in terms of our pop culture history, of course, <clears throat> it will be, of course, we'll be presented in the same fashion that we presented every single Wednesday evening on WCWUS Outside the Ropes. And here we go, of course, with today's uh, history, of course, for April the 1st. On this date in, I believe, 527 A.D., Byzantine Emperor Justin the, Justin the I named his nephew Justinian I as co-ruler and successor to the throne. On this date in 1748, the ruins of Pompeii was rediscovered by Spaniard Roque Joaquin de Acubier. Forgive me if I mispronounce that. On a date in 1952, the Big Bang Theory was proposed uh, in a physical review by Alfred Beth 
Bethay, and George Gamow. On this date in 1974, the Ayatollah Khomeini calls for an Islamic Republic in Iran. On this date in 1976, Steve Wozniak and the late Steve Jobs found an Apple computer in the garage of Jobs' parents' house in Cupertino, California. And on this day in 2001, the Netherlands becomes the first country in the world to make same-sex marriage legal. Today in movies and television history on the state in 1930, the movie The Blue Angel, starring Mar- Marlena Dietrich in her breakthrough role, premieres in Germany. Today in music history on the state in 2017, Bob Dylan receives his Nobel Prize for Literature at a private ceremony in Stockholm before Sweden. And on the state in 1992 in sports history, NHL players begin first strike in its 75-year history. A 10-day action earns a large uh, playoff bonus increase, more control over licensing of their licenses, and changes to free agency system. On the state in 1934, Clyde Barrow kills two young highway patrolmen, H.D. Murphy and Edward Bryant Wheeler, at the intersection of Route 114 near Grapevine, Texas. Bonnie Parker's role in the murders helps turn public perception against the gain for good. Some birthdays, of course, to speak of, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Sophie Germain was born on this date in 1776. She would pass away in 1831. Otto von Bismarck was born on this date in 1815. He would pass away in 1898. Edgar Wallace was born on this date in 1875. He would pass away in 1932. Actor Wallace Beery was born on this date in 1886. He would pass away in 1949. Uh, Gaston uh, Iskins was born on the state in 1905. He would pass away in 1988. And Anne McCaffrey was born on the state in 1926. She would pass away in 2011. Some other birthdays to bring you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Toshiro Mifune was born on the state in 1920. He would pass away in 1997. Uh, legendary actress and entertainer Debbie Reynolds was born on the state in 1932. She would pass away in 2016, of course. This was related, of course, as she was still in a little bit of shock over the passing of her of her daughter, of course, the late uh, a- actress, of course, Carrie Fisher. Uh, baseball great Phil uh, uh, ne- uh, Necro, N-I-E-K-R-O, was born on the state in 1939. He would pass away in 2020. David Gower today turned 66. Um I believe she was. She's a reporter with MSNBC. Rachel Maddow today turns fifty, and YouTube sensation as well as also WWE wrestler Logan Paul today, who of course will have his match tonight against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, turns twenty-eight years old. On a day in two thousand four, Google introduces Gmail. The launch is met with skepticism on on account of, of the launch date. Some weddings, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen. On a day in 1778, <clears throat> American poet Phyllis Wheatley, who was 24 at the time, would marry grocer and advocate for, for African American rights, John Peters. On a day in 1959, sci fi writer uh, Philip K. Dick, who wrote Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, would marry his third wife, Anne Williams Rubenstein. And on a day in 1961, a, a televangelist Jim Baker, who was 21 at the time, would marry Christian singer Tammy Faye who was 19 at the time. And one divorce to speak of on a state in 1990, Duff McKagan of, 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 the, of the band Guns N' Roses would divorce Mandy Bricks, 
who was the lead singer for Lame Flames. Some passings, of course, in history, ladies and gentlemen. Eleanor of Aquitaine would pass away on the stage in 1204. Uh, famed composer Scott Joplin passed away on the stage in 1917. Charles R. Drew passed away on the stage in 1950. Legendary musician Marvin Gaye would pass away on the stage in 1984. Henry Cochette would pass away on the stage in 1987. And Efren Rios Monti would pass away on the stage in 2018. Uh, on the same 1875, of course, Edgar Wallace, who was born on this day, of course, was one of the world's most prolific authors. His theme was usually crime and mystery, but he also created what we would know today as King Kong. So those of you who are big fans of King Kong, you can think of, of course, this gentleman and wish him a very happy birthday today. Now your movies and television history, of course, as we said on this date, 1930, the Blue Angel starring Marlena Dietrich. And her breakthrough, breakthrough role would premiere in Germany. I would say 1947, Shin Takarajima, who wrote New Treasure Island uh, by Osamu uh, Tezuka, was published the first manga cartoon in Tekoban form. On this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 1953, KXMC TV Channel 13 in Minot, North Dakota, but started out an affiliate of, a, of CBS, now an affiliate of ABC, would begin their broadcasting. I want to say 1954, WQED TV Channel 13 in JD's Negative Woods, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a PBS affiliate would begin broadcasting. I want to say 1955, WTVT TV Channel 13 in Tampa, St. Petersburg, Florida, CBS affiliate would have its first broadcast. I want to say 1956, KPIC TV Channel 4 in Roseburg, Oregon, a CBS affiliate would begin its broadcasting. I want to say 1957, WYES TV Channel 12 in New Orleans, a PBS affiliate would begin their broadcasting. And I want to say 1958, KVIQ TV Channel 6 in Eureka, California. Of course, started out with NBC and then, of course, went to ABC and then eventually went to CBS, would begin their broadcasting. Some birthdays, of course, here. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, Wallace Beery was born on the state in 1886. He would pass away in 1949. Toshiro um, Mifune was born on the state in 1920. He would pass away in 1997. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, Debbie Reynolds was born on the state in 1932. She would pass away in 2016. Actress Allie McGraw will turn eight, would, would turn 80, will, turns 84 today. Rachel Maddow turns 50. And Logan Paul turns 28. Some passings in movies and television. I want to say that in 1946, Noah Beery, <coughs> of, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a, uh, a character actor born right here in America, known for, of course, uh, Story of Esther and the Mark of Zorro, would pass away at the age of 64. I want to say in 1966, Brian O'Brien, a novelist of Irish descent who was known for writing At Swim to, to, and Two Birds, would pass away at the age of 54. On stage in 1988, Jim Jordan, actor and radio comedian known for Fibber McGee, would pass away due to a blood clot at the age of 91. On stage in 1993, Wayne Mack, a sportscaster, of course, born right here in America, uh, of course, for broadcasting the sports for the New Orleans Saints and also Tulane University. And an actor best known for, of course, the movie Storyville, would pass away due to cancer at the age of 68. And on a say 1995, Cheryl Waltz, who was an author and film producer, would pass away at the age of 50. 
Uh, we said two weddings, of course, ladies and gentlemen. 1984, filmmaker Joe Cohen, who was 29 at the time, would marry actress Frances McDormand, who was 26 at the time. And I'll say 1993, actress Stephanie Powers, who was 50 at the time, would marry uh, Patrick de la Chenet, who was 41 at the time. They would pass away. I mean, they would divorce six years later in 1999. And of course, as we said, of course, on this date in 1875, of course, Edgar Wallace, of course, uh, was born on this day. Of course, he was, of course, he was a very unique author, of course, for crime and mystery stories. But he also he was he was, of course, the, the one responsible for creating what we what we know today as King Kong. Uh, now let's go to your music history and birthdays here. On this date in 1822, Italian composer Luigi Cherubuni becomes director of the Conservatoire de Paris Music College and holds the position for nearly 20 years. On this date in 1956, the 10th Annual Tony Awards takes place as the play The Diary of Anne Frank and the musical <clears throat> Yankees would win at this event. On, say, 1964, John Lennon is reunited with his father, Freddie, after 17 years. On, say, 1966, uh, the, the single by Sam and Dave, Hold On, I'm Coming, is officially released. On, say, 1970, John Lennon and Yoko Ono release a hoax that they are having dual sex change operations. On, say, 1972, 3010 uh, Marwai Soul Rock Concert in Vega Baja, Puerto Rico. I want to say 1973, John Lennon and Yoko Ono form a new country with no laws or boundaries called Newtopia. Its national anthem is silence. And I want to say 1990, it does become illegal in Salem, Oregon to be within two feet of nude dancers. On some birthdays in the world of music, as we said, Debbie Reynolds, of course, was born on this day in 1932. She was passed away in 2016. And of course, the, uh, the uh, lady, uh, and then of course, the uh, winner, of course, I believe it was America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent or something like that. Uh, but a very unique individual, Susan Boyle, today turns 62 years old. Some passings in music, who says Scott Joplin passed away on his date in 1917, and Marvin Gaye passed away on his date in 1984. Some weddings, of course, as we said, 1961, Jim Baker, of course, would marry. Uh, Tammy Faye, and on the state 1990, one divorce is Duff McKagan of J Guns N' Roses would divorce Mandy Bricks, the lead singer for, like we said, The Lame Flames. That is, I'm not kidding, that is the name of that one particular uh, group. On the state in 1888, ladies and gentlemen, students from Rotterdam, Netherlands, established a cricket club called Rotterdamsche Cricket and Football Club Sparta, which evolves into Sparta Rotterdam. On a state in 1919, Stanley Cup final at the Seattle Ice Arena in Seattle, Washington, with the Montreal Canadiens from the NHL and the Seattle Metropolitans of the PCHA, tied at 2 2 and 1, trophy not awarded due to worldwide flu epidemic. On a state in 1920, Stanley Cup final at the Mutual Street Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Jack Dara scores a hat trick. As Ottawa Senators from the NHL beat the Seattle Metropolitans from the PCHA 6-1 for a 3-2 series win. On say 1926, the Montreal Maroons' Clint Benedict becomes the first NHL goalie to record three straight playoff shutouts in a 3-0 win against 
the visiting Victoria Cougars in Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Championship Series. On his two moments here in 1930, first off, American golfer Bobby Jones starts his Grand Slam season by winning the Southeastern Open by 13 strokes over Horton Smith at the Forest Hills Rickard Golf Course in Atlanta, Georgia. And also on the same day, Chicago Cubs catcher Leo Harnett the kit breaks the attitude, altitude record for a catch by gloving a baseball drop from the Goodyear blimp 800 feet over Los Angeles. On his day in 1931, Jackie Mitchell becomes the second female after Lizzie, Lizzie Arlington in 1898 in organized baseball when she signs with the Chattanooga Lookouts Baseball Club. And on his day in 1933, uh, England cricket batsman Wally Hammond smashes 34 fours, 10 sixes, and a test record unbeaten 336 in the drawn second test against New Zealand in Auckland. Some birthdays in the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen. Phil Necro, a uh, legendary baseball player, was born on the state in 1939. He would pass away in 2020. As we said, David Gower today turns 66. And soccer player Clarence Seedorf today turns 47. And one passing, Henry Coche passed away on this date in 1987. And ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got here today for our, for of course, ladies and gentlemen, our, uh, our, <clears throat> our wrestling and pop culture, of course, here, uh, history and birthdays here for today. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind that you can always check out, of course, your daily wrestling and pop culture uh, history and birthdays here, courtesy, of course, of our of our own godfather of soul, Justin Lewis Fleming. Of course, uh, anything wrestling-related, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he, he, he definitely posts on WCWS Fan Empire, facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash WCWS appreciation. And also, of course, anything entertainment-related, ladies and gentlemen, he posts, of course, on WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Entertainment. And anything sports related, he, he, he posts, of course, on WCWS Sports Roundup. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Sports Time. Of course, along with, of course, many posts by myself and, my, and, and our own Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, includes everything going, includes, of course, some. Classic games, of course, in the world of baseball, basketball, football, hockey, golf, some great boxing matches, and, of course, other great sports stuff, of course, here as well. So be sure to definitely check that out. And also keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, Justin does provide, of course, of course the second half of, of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on WCWS Revolution and every Thursday on NWO Wolfpack. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 141364-POUND. This is episode 357 of WCWS Power Hour, uh, 628 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen, Saturday, April the 1st, 2023. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, on the line here with you. As everyone else involved with the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, is paying very close attention, of course, has been paying some close attention to of course all of our all of, of course all of our wrestling events over here over during the past week of course into of course today uh keep in mind of course this past thursday we did have of course the impact and new japan co-op 
Multiverse United. Uh, last night, we did have, of course, Ring of Honor's entry, of course, Supercard of Honor. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend, of course, uh, of course, th this morning, or this afternoon, I should say, we did have, of course, the of course NXT's uh, Stand and Deliver event. And also, of course, a little bit later on, little here in the next little while, we will have night one of WrestleMania 39, of course, with night two coming up tomorrow evening. Uh, speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, let us now go ahead before we run down, of course, what took place here in the radio network this week. Let's go ahead here and one more time run through, of course, the official results. Uh, <clears throat> run, run through, of course, the official results of, of, of course, of, uh, <clears throat> of, of course, uh, so what we know so far about Multiverse United, Supercard of Honor, and, of course, earlier today with Stand and Deliver. Uh, and, of course, like I said, Multiverse United, of course, keep in mind, was a, like I said, this it came up, of course, uh, was a crossover event, of course, um, uh, of both in the Impact, Impact Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling promotions. As superstars in both promotions took part at, in this event. And, of course, to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that a lot of them had to be changed. Uh, of course, obviously, several notes here, ladies and gentlemen. As, of course, keep in mind that Josh Alexander... Who was who? Of course, was the Impact World Champion. Was scheduled to, of course, compete uh, to compete. Of course, in a uh, to, was was of course scheduled to, of course, compete in a match at at, at Multiverse United, and also Mickey James was scheduled to defend the Impact Knockouts title, of course, here in a Fatal Four Way. But of course, keep in mind. As the one other event that we did have, of course, as part of our fierce five-way prediction title challenge, which was, of course, uh, Impact Sacrifice, which took place on March 24th, uh, she uh, announced that she was not going to be able to, of course, defend it at Sacrifice due to a broken rib. So, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, she did not compete at all at Sacrifice um, or Multiverse United, but rather, of course, she was she was she was able to take the was able was given the time was is given was given the time to of course work on trying to get healed up and in time of course hopefully to be at impacts rebellion event coming up here soon to defend that knockouts title and of course and keep in mind that she was scheduled to like that sacrifice sacrifice she was scheduled to defend the knockouts title against jordan grace in a rematch because as you know uh Jordan Grace did cash in her rematch clause uh, when she lost the belt originally to Mickey James. Uh, but uh, Mickey was, like I said, was not trying to duck her, but she was not able to compete due to, of course, being injured. But never, but never, but nevertheless, here, folks. Uh, but ne but ne but never, but nevertheless, here, folks. Uh, uh, like I said, it was announced. That uh, of of course uh, that in the four way match that they did have, ladies and gentlemen, whoever won that match would of course be added to to the match here, of course, for an opportunity at the Impact Knockouts title, regardless if Mickey James was going to be able to defend the belt or not. I mean, it's, it almost sounded like that. I'm sure, that, like I said, Jordan Grace, it was is I, I, it sounded like to me is obviously was was going to be involved in this. 
but it could be Jordan Grace versus, of course, whoever, of course, I announced in a moment here is the winner of this match. Uh, or, like I said, it could be a triple threat involving Jordan Grace, the winner of this match, and, of course, Mickey James herself defending the title. So that being said, let's go ahead and give you, of course, the rundown here, of course, here as well. And, of course, the pre-show match with Multiverse in 752, ladies and gentlemen, Yuya Yamira did defeat Gabriel Kidd. In 7 minutes and 11 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, Trey Miguel did retain the Impact X Division title over Clark Connors, Frankie Kazarian, Kevin Knight, Rich Swan, and Rocky Romero. The eight-man tag team match, of course, which lasted 12 minutes and 24 seconds, was won by Alex Coughlin, Sammy Callahan, Fred Rosser, and PCO as they defeated Eddie Edwards, Joe Hendry, and also, of course, the duo known as Team Filthy, who was, of course, Tom Lawler and J.R. Kratos. In 11 minutes and 51 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Cobb did defeat Moose, which, of course, I'm sure that was a big-time matchup. In 9 minutes and 20 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, this was what I was referring to right here, Diana Perrazzo defeated Giselle Shaw, Masha Slamovich, and Miyu Yamashita. Of course, Masha was added in, of course, to take Mickey James' place. Uh, in this match, of course, so obviously Deanna Perrazzo will, will also be in line for an opportunity to knock out title, of course, if it comes down to, of course, it could be involving her, both just her and Jordan Grace, or like I said, if Mickey James has healed up enough by that time to, of course, defend the title, then it sounds like then either way here, ladies and gentlemen, Deanna Perrazzo will, of course, have a, an opportunity as well for the knockouts belt. 13 minutes, 22 seconds for the Impact Tag Titles. The Bullet Club, Ace Austin and Chris Bay, retained over Aussie Open, the Motor City Machine Guns, and TMDK. In 12 minutes, 42 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, Kushida, who was supposed to face Josh Alexander for the title, uh, did, however, of course, uh, win in this amount of time by defeating Leo Rush. The NJPW Strong Open Weight title, of course, Kenta did retain over Minoru Suzuki in 15:27, which was, I believe, was the longest match of the whole night. And in 15:16, and uh, Mike Bailey was defeated, of course, by Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, Tanahashi did take the place of Will Osprey. It was supposed to be Mike Bailey versus Will Osprey, but Osprey before, of course, everything else, of course, uh, was announced. Uh, Will Osprey, of course, did get injured, I think, during an encounter, I'm, I'm assuming, in Japan. So, unfortunately, uh, but Tanahashi did, of course, take the place of, uh, of, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, Will Osprey in this, and he defeated Mike Bailey in this matchup here. So, ladies and gentlemen, as far as the uh, – while I'm on this encounter, in, in, in this event, I will go ahead and point out as a result, of course, of the changes, including, of course, Josh Alexander and Mickey James no longer being involved in this, um, and of course, several, and, and <clears throat> of course, several other changes, of course, taking place here, uh, and of course, this would not be, and also, of course, what happened also at Sacrifice as well, that uh, that so far here, of course, ladies and gentlemen. That, that everyone was going to, everyone involved in the title challenge, regardless if they voted for any of these matches or not, would receive, of course, some free points, several free points, of course, going into this event. Of course, we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a few moments, and I'll let you know, of course, what the overall call was for this. Uh, 
Our next one here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, was the uh, was what happened last night. Supercard of Honor, of course, was Ring of Honors. Um, Ring of Honors, of course. Um, <clears throat> um, uh, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, entry, of course, into, of course, the big wrestling week here. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <clears throat> of course, this also this also, of course, took place, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, <clears throat> um, it was, of course, a very unique event. Of course, this took place, of course, in Los Angeles, of course, uh, during, of course, the weekend, of course, of uh, WrestleMania, of course, here as well. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, there was uh, the the matches from the zero hour. Uh, um segment that they had of course here so ladies and gentlemen this was an additional four points that was also added on here to this uh that was also added on here uh, added of course as some freebies since we did not know about these until the tail end uh but these were all four were pre-show matches were considered pre-show matches in five minutes 20 seconds jeff cobb did defeat tracy williams in 935 K takashita uh, Takeshita, I believe that's how you pronounce it. I think because I know the Iceman Jared Geronimo normally get normally, of course, has to correct me on that sometimes. Did defeat Willie Mack and in, in two matches that ended in an even seven minutes. First one, Willow Nightingale did defeat Miranda Elise, and also, ladies and gentlemen, Stu Grayson did defeat Slim J. Of course, Stu Grayson had his Dark Order partner Evil Uno involved in his corner. Ed Slim J had Ari Davari and of course that uh, goofball lawyer uh, Smart Mark Sterling <clears throat> uh, in his corner. And then even 16 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, El Hijo del Viking, Vikingo did defeat Commander to retain the AAA Mega title. Of course, very unique matchup here there. Of course, coming off the heels of a great match, of course, this past week on Dynamite against uh, IWGP US champion Kenny Omega, which was very unique. And then even eight minutes, ladies and gentlemen, the embassy, who is, of course, Brian Cage, Khan, and Tio Leona, uh, retained the Ring of Honor six-man tag titles over A.R. Fox, Blake Christian, and Metalik. In 11 minutes, 40 seconds here as far as the Ring of Honor women's title match, as we expected, Athena did retain over Yuka Sakazaki. In 16 and a half minutes, ladies and gentlemen, Samoa Joe did defeat Mark Briscoe to retain the Ring of Honor TV title. That did show a little bit of class and respect, of course, to Mark Briscoe here as well. After, of course, that encounter, of course, uh, of course, obviously uh, uh, paying, paying a little bit of tribute, of course, to Mark's brother, Jay Briscoe, who, of course, we lost back in, I believe, in January. And then even 12 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, another match, I believe, another match, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that was added on Hiroshi Tanahashi did defeat Daniel Garcia. We'll have to go back and double check that. I, uh, and, and then even 20 minutes and 20 seconds to reach for the sky ladder match with the vacant ring of honor tag belts. Of course, they were, they were declared vacant, of course, after, um, after, of course, what happened to Jay Briscoe, of course, Mark had been holding them on, hold on to him for a while until he was able to help organize, of course, this match here to crown new champions. Um, as 
but and and, and of course a great and of course a great encounter here as well as the lucha brothers penta el zero medio and ray phoenix uh, had Alex Aberhantes in their corner, did defeat Top Flight, who were Dante and Darius Martin. The Kingdom, who was Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, of course, with uh, Mike's wife, Maria. Also, Aussie, o- Aussie Open, Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher. And La Faction in Gonerbo, who was Roosh and Dralistico, with Jose the Assistant in their corner. Of course, like we said, the Lucha Bros did, of course, pick up the Ring of Honor tag titles, of course. You know, not too long. I mean, it's been like a while since, of course, they've held any gold. If you remember, they did hold, I believe, the AEW tag belts until I believe it was Ray Phoenix. I think that I think it was Ray Phoenix that got injured, of course, here in this. And I do believe they said one of the members of Top Flight. I'm thinking that they said it was, I think it was Dante Martin that got injured, of course, during this encounter. And we'll keep you, of course, surprised about that as far as, as far as, of course, what his condition is. After this match, I think it was something that he was trying to move, trying to move, of course, onto a table, and somehow I think he got injured. But I'm thinking it was Dante, but it could have been, of course, his brother. But I'm not sure. But we'll definitely we'll find that out for you if we get any updates on his condition. In 13 minutes and 10 seconds, of course, and a big surprise here, Kashiyori Shibata did defeat Wheeler Yuta to become the new Ring of Honor Pure Champion, but we, but Yuta did not show any. Class of respect here towards Shibata, of course, here uh, after, of course, the win as well. And in 20 minutes and 15 seconds, of course, the Ring of Honor world title as Claudio Castagnoli did defeat Eddie Kingston, of course, to retain that title. And, of course, obviously, Wither Yuta and Claudio, of course, are part of the Blackpool Combat Club, of course. Obviously, of course, did, uh, I went, I'm sure, probably did a little something that may have been taught to them by William Regal before Regal actually left uh, to go to um, go back to WWE. So, so there you have it. Of course, here with that, um, I believe, and like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I believe it was just like I said the zero hour matches here, folks. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm think we did add the match between Tanahashi and Daniel Garcia. I'm not really sure. I think we did. Uh, but nevertheless, here, folks, that was another four matches because we did not know about the zero hour matches until the night of the show. So that's another one right there. So, so far, ladies and gentlemen, eight matches, of course, uh, would be, of course, what uh, everyone would, of course, receive eight matches, of course, going into this. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here, of course, the latest update we'll have, we'll get bring it here is, of course, what happened earlier today with, uh, with, of course, uh, <clears throat> NXT's Stand and Deliver. And, of course, some big-time surprises, of course, here as well. As, ladies and gentlemen, another unexpected twist, of course, did happen, of course, prior to uh, prior to Stand and Deliver here as well. And we'll tell you about that here in just a few minutes. Uh, let's see. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in 11 minutes and nine seconds here, the pre-show match, Tyler Bate and Chase University did defeat Schism to hold on to the control of Chase University. Now, ladies and gentlemen, in 17 minutes and two seconds, as you know, there was a ladder match for the NXT women's title, which was, of course, established after, of course, the match at Roadblock between, of course, the champion at the time, Roxanne Perez and Miku, Mako Satomura. 
But surprisingly, this past Tuesday on NXT, this is where the surprise, of course, that what we're talking about comes in, that somehow Roxanne Perez made it back out, and she said she would take part in this match, of course, today. So apparently, ladies and gentlemen, it seemed that that, that seemed that did, of course, happen. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, over the 17 minutes, two seconds, of course, uh, you had some great action, of course, my understanding, of course, from from everybody from Zoe Stark to Tim, Tim, Tiffany Stratton, Lear Vakiria, Gigi Dolan, of course, the champion at the time, Roxanne Perez, and, of course, Indy Hartwell. But, ladies and gentlemen, in a big surprise twist, Indy Hartwell got by everyone to pick up, become the new NXT Women's Champion. So, congratulations to, of course, Indy Hartwell, your new NXT Women's Champion. In eight minutes and 11 seconds, which I believe was the shortest match of the night, the triple threat match for the tag team titles, Gallus did retain the belts over the Creed brothers and, of course, the family, who, of course, is uh, uh, Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stacks Lorenzo. In 19 minutes and 17 seconds, which I think was the longest match of the night, the fatal five-way match for the North American title, Wesley did retain over Axiom, Dragon Lee, Ilya Dragunov, and J.D. McDonough by pinfall. In 18 minutes and 12 seconds, the unsanctioned match, of course, Johnny Gargano in his one-time uh, return to NXT, of course, did defeat Grayson Waller in this match. The match for the women's tag team titles in 8 minutes and 41, and 41 seconds. Uh, Alba Fire, who, we, of course, we also know as Kaylee Ray, and, and Isla Dawn did defeat the champions, Fallon Henley and Kiana James, of course, to become the new women's tag team champions. And in 16 minutes and 10 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people predicted this and it looks like it went through. Carmelo Hayes got by Braun Breaker to become the new NXT title. There has been, of course, some talk, ladies and gentlemen, that it looks like Braun Breaker may be one of those that's coming up to the main roster. Uh, so it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, this was possibly the best way ever possible that they, of course, <clears throat> they, of course, because, uh, and don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen, Braun Breaker, of course, a very highly talented athlete, ladies and gentlemen. And also, you got to, of course, keep in mind here, of course, the son of the legendary dog-faced gremlin, Rick Steiner, and the nephew, of course, a big papa pump himself, Scott Steiner, uh, even, of course, inducted his father and uncle into the Hall of Fame last year. Of course, had a had a tremendous run with the NXT title. He has nothing to sneeze at, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, but I think this was the best way for him to go up. And it looks like here pretty soon he may be coming up to the main roster. We will see, of course, what he brings to the table. Regardless if he goes to Raw or SmackDown, he will definitely make an impact there, ladies and gentlemen. Now, as far as, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as far as, of course, the remaining thing that, that, that did change as a result of this, it was, of course, what we said, uh, uh, mentioned, of course, that this past week, the fact that Roxanne Perez, of course, did return this past Tuesday on NXT to be included in the, in the women's championship ladder match. So since, and obviously we did not have Roxanne Perez listed as a competitor in this because they were expecting, of course, to possibly crown a new champion. So, ladies and gentlemen, because of that change as well, we did add, of course, another point to this. So, officially, ladies and gentlemen, everyone involved, of course, regardless if they voted for some of these matches or not, 
<clears throat> regardless if they voted for these matches or not. Like I said, everyone going into the title challenge, ladies and gentlemen, did receive nine point does receive nine points. And of course, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, that list now leaves the remaining event, ladies and gentlemen, itself, and that is of course WrestleMania 39. Of course, keep in mind, of course, we have night one coming up here in the next little while. And of course, keep in mind also, ladies and gentlemen, we do have, of course, night two. Let's, of course, do one more. Let's, of course, do one more, of course, rundown of the matches that we will expect to see, of course, here tonight. <clears throat> uh, um, like I said, as far as night one is concerned. But keep in mind, we did, of course, post all these matches together. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, of course, this will be starting up here in just a little bit. Um, let's see here. Uh, obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, um, Michael Cole and, of course, Big Mouth Corey Graves obviously is going to probably help call this. And, of course, this is going to be a huge mistake, in my opinion. But uh, <clears throat> they need to probably uh, shut Corey Graves up, of course, for, for once in his life. Uh, of course, now, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, the seven matches that will be taking place tonight are as follows. The United States title match, of course, Austin Theory will defend against John Cena. The Men's WrestleMania Showcase paid a four-way tag match but to the team of Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus both members of the Street Profits, Dawkins and Ford. Also, Alpha Academy, which is Chad Gable and Otis, and the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, with Valhalla, of course, in their corner. As you know, Valhalla was, of course, once was once known as Riot, Riot Squad member Sarah Logan. The six-woman tag team match, of course, along with uh, Hall of Famer Trish Stratus, as well as, of course, fellow Hall of Famer, uh, uh, Lita and, of course, in her WWE Women's Tag Team Championship partner, Becky Lynch, in a six-man tag, of course, against a trio of Damage Control, who was Bailey, Dakota Kai, and, of course, everyone knows her as Io Sky, but, of course, I still call her by her original name, Io Shirai. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, the match that we thought that we thought we would hope to avoid, but, unfortunately, of course, it was pushed on many levels, of course, and finally, of course, it finally went down. Uh, as we, as of course, the battle of course, father versus son, as Rey Mysterio, who was just put into the Hall of Fame last night. Big congratulations, of course, obviously to the master of the 619, of course, as well. As he will unfortunately have to face his member, his son Dominic, who's of course a member of the dreaded Judgment Day. Of course, of course, we can all, of course, simply blame, uh, primarily, of course, uh, Finn Balor, Damien Priest, and especially. Rhea Ripley, who is, of course, obviously a man, uh, because obviously this, the whispering in his ear had obviously has had something to do with it. As to what he, she is whispering to him, I have absolutely no idea what it is, but the thing about it is Ripley, we hope and pray, of course, that Ripley and Priest and Ballard does not get involved. And, of course, you got to keep in mind here as well that uh, you got to keep in mind that, Rip, that of course, uh, the last match of night one tonight is the SmackDown women's title match as Charlotte will defend against Rhea Ripley. A lot of people are predicting that Rhea is probably going, Rhea is going to probably pull this off, even though she doesn't really deserve it because she didn't. She kind of cheated to kind of win the Royal Rumble to get the opportunity. Uh, 
and of course she couldn't be, should be in it anyway because she's not even a real woman she's actually a man but nevertheless here we'll just see what happens uh, of course with Ripley being busy in that match and of course tomorrow and of course uh, the only person that could possibly get involved in this could possibly be Damian Priest obviously of course Finn Balor's match is not until until tomorrow night so we don't know if he'll get involved. We don't know if Ripley will still have an opportunity to get involved in this before her match tonight. But but obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one group of one group of uh, one group of superstars, of course, one stable, of course, Santos Escobar, Zelina Vega, Cruz del Toro, and Joaquin Wild, Legado del Fantasma, who of course Ray has dubbed the new Latino World Order. Um, of course, as said that, like I said, if Judgment Day does try anything, of course, during his match against Dominic, then of course, obviously, Legado del Fantasma will definitely, of course, have Ray's back, of course, here in this, as they, of course, highly respect Ray Mysterio, especially, of course, and of course, the sweet t shirts that they had on SmackDown, of course, that was, of course, the original logo that was used during, of course, the days of the LWO in WCW. Course, which was started by then uh, the late Hall of Famer himself, Latino Heat, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, of course, another match tonight here. Seth Rollins will take on, of course, Logan Paul. Also, that for the uh, for the tag team titles, ladies and gentlemen, uh, people are speculating that this could be the night that the, fight, that the Usos finally lose these belts as they will defend them against the duo of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And as we said, of course, the SmackDown women's title match, Charlotte will defend against Rhea Ripley. And also keep in mind here, of course, <coughs> here tomorrow night, um, just, just a quick rundown as to what will happen here. There's, of course, the other six matches, um, unless, of course, there is a change in this. Um, as we have, we'll have the women's WrestleMania showcase tag team match. Liv Morgan and Raquel, of course, Raquel Rodriguez, of course, or I like to refer to her as Gonzalez, will take on Natalia and Shotzi Blackheart, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, and the team that won this past Monday night, of course, on Raw, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, which, of course, that might be highly unlikely. The triple threat match for the Intercontinental title, ladies and gentlemen, Gunther, of course, will defend against both Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. That would be, of course, a classic encounter. As we said, the Hell in a Cell match, of course, Edge will be taking on Finn Balor. It has been, of course, officially discussed, ladies and gentlemen, that Ed, that Edge could that uh, Edge could also have his former stablemate in the Brood uh, Gang Grail by his side. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, there's been some talk that Christian has left AEW. And of course, if that being said, if WWE did did bring him in, ladies and gentlemen, there could be a possibility that uh, with the fact that Finn Balor, they say Finn Balor plans on bringing in the demon gimmick in for this match, and somehow the brute could have a big time encounter against the demon. So we'll have to wait and see what will happen. And of course, the match, of course, right here between uh, Brock, and of course another match here, Brock Lesnar versus Omos. MVP will be in his corner. Some people are, are saying or saying there's the possibility that brought this could be Brock Lesnar's last match. But of course, we'll be watching that for that very closely. The Raw Women's Title match, ladies and gentlemen, Bianca Belair will defend against Oscar. And as we said, of course, the one the other match that everyone's definitely looking forward to seeing, the undisputed Universal Title match, Roman Sucks will defend 
against Cody Rhodes. And a lot of people are very much hyping up and speculating that Cody Rhodes is going to be able to, is going to finally pull this off and finally dethrone the tribal jerk. So we will definitely, of course, wait and see, of course, what will happen there. <clears throat> also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, one other thing, of course, to point out here, as we did have, of course, this past week here, of course, in talking about everything that did happen, of course, on all of our shows this past week, uh, in reference to, of course, talking about Raw, also NXT, AEW Dynamite, we did talk about Impact Wrestling, as, of course, it did somehow kind of uh, uh, affect Multiverse United. Uh, and also, of course, SmackDown and Rampage last night, of course, with the Hall of Fame ceremony and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal taking place. Um, obviously, of course, there was some big-time action here. There were some things we did like, some things we did not. Um, but we did, of course, ladies and gentlemen, did not hesitate to, of course, express, of course, how we felt about everything here. And, of course, when I, when I say we, I'm not talking in addition to myself. Of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, the Ken Clubs, Matt Patel, of course, the Cowboy, Clinton James Smith, even the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, we got to hear from all of these folks. And, re of course, in reference to, of course, all of these shows, to all the to all these folks here between Raw Radio, Revolution, and of course, and Wolfpack, we, of course, definitely, like I said, expressed all of our big-time thoughts here about each and every, each and every, of course, situation we did get into predictions and everything of that nature. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we did have, of course, two things going on here involving the NXT US Roadblock Championship. As we, of course, we were having a tournament to possibly crown, to cross through crown the next big time contender for the Roadblock title. And, of course, we were still waiting to see when we were going to have the official first match, of course, the first title defense, of course, of this belt as JD was set to defend it against Mitt. He made the challenge the other week. Uh, of course, but what ended up happening was, I think this past Wednesday or Thursday, it was, of course, it, I was asked by the Kenya Clubs to officially make this match a, a Facebook uh, poll match, as we always do, because he was not able to do so due to, of course, other uh, personal issues. So we did, of course, make this a no-holds-barred match, of course, on Facebook in the Trivia Championship Series down the Golden Path Facebook page. We also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the main, the finals, of course, the main event of that of the tournament to crown a new contender, was came down to the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. Of course, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the final encounter, of course, became as follows: the no holds barred match for the Roadblock title ended, of course, in a tie. By the time we got, of course, to last night's edition of Revolution, we did not have that much more movement in that. And as far as, of course, the finals of the of the contenders tournament, it came down to Michelle and Bobby. As we said, of course, Bobby did not receive any votes in this at all. And Michelle ended up being the one, of course, pulling the win off. So, of course, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, you would think, okay, Michelle is going to be the next one. But, of course, with the fact that it was kind of kind of off, it was a one-sided, it sounded like to me it was kind of a one-sided deal. But the fact that J.D. and Mitt, of course, uh, officially tied, of course, in their championship match. And, of course, uh, one person received all the votes and the other person didn't receive any. I officially decided last night on Revolution that as part of the matches that will be taking place, 
involving, of course, the fierce five-way prediction title challenge, that there will be, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to settle everything here, ladies and gentlemen, a fatal four-way match for the NXT US Roadblock title. JD has already accepted it and has, of course, getting himself prepped and ready to go as he will defend the NXT US Roadblock title against, of course, the Kenny Club's Mint Patel, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziggler. Of course, as, as we always do with all of our Trivia Championship Series matches, we'll get it prepped, of course, here. Um, we will wait until, of course, we're until after, of course, we get the other matches prepped from the title challenge to post this match. But, of course, we will. the winner will be announced, of course, this coming Friday, uh, which, which I believe will be episode 1282 of Revolution, of course, coming up here, <coughs> coming up here, of course, this coming Friday. Keep in mind, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that the winner of the title of the overall title challenge, ladies and gentlemen, will officially receive, of course, a title shot at the WCWUS World Heavyweight Championship currently being held by the King of Clubs, Mint Patel. Definitely keep in mind here, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, that if, of course, Mint should win the title challenge, then it will officially be decided, ladies and gentlemen, that the runner-up of this title challenge will be the one to receive the shot since Mitt is already the champion. Of course, obviously, it would be kind of difficult for Mitt to defend the belt against himself. And, of course, that would be kind of a lopsided deal in a, in, a, in a way there as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, Mitt will have his first big-time title defense against someone, even if it's, of course, even, even of course, if it's against whoever officially wins the title challenge or, of course, the runner-up, should he win the title challenge. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have several belts, of course, here on the table. We'll have two we'll – there might be two or three new ones. And, of course, there'll be also some possible matches to determine new number one contenders, especially, of course, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, with, of course, my appreciation to the heartbreak kid, Fonzie. He has allowed us to, of course, post a, two or three uh, – uh, Matt contenders matches, of course, <clears throat> for, of course, future opportunities, of course, at belts that he has been holding for a while. Of course, he has been busy, ladies and gentlemen. He has not been able to, of course, be on to, of course, defend anything. But we said we want to, like I said, we we asked, we did, of course, ask, ladies and gentlemen, if we were able to, of course, I said, put some of these belts up as, of course, I'm sure. I'm sure these belts have been kind of collecting dust a little bit. And we, and of course, it's understandable that he has had other things to take care of, but he has allowed us to, of course, at least give him, of course, some fresh, uh, fresh competition here, ladies and gentlemen. And we will definitely, of course, here, uh, we will definitely, of course, do that here as well. We'll probably post about, uh, post about several, uh, several, several encounter, several uh, of, of those matches, of course, here as well. Uh, but there'll be, of course, some additional surprises, of course, here as well. As we said, there may be at least two new belts, of course, involved in all this. Uh, and, of course, possibly some existing belts, of course, from, uh, of course, from what we had here, of course, here before. But, but overall, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, have an exciting uh, round, of course, of Trivia Championship matches on our Trivia Championship Series down the Golden Path Facebook page coming up here next week. And, of course, after WrestleMania Night 2 takes place tomorrow night, we will 
work on starting getting some of those matches up and going. And of course, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we've already gone past the seven o'clock hour, but that's okay. But we will, of course, get you some, of course, some wrestling news in. We will try, ladies and gentlemen, not to, to, to talk about anything regarding, of course, some of the pay-per-views. If there's any additional, addition, uh, there's any additional matches, uh, um, um, uh, any additional uh, uh, um, um, stories here, of course, maybe not kind of tied in. I mean, if they are into us a little, a little bit. We'll still, of course, bring you, but we'll just bring you like a small handful, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen. But keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, as, as well, the radio network does thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows, of course, in addition to right here on Power Hour every Saturday. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. NWO Wolfpack, of course, every Thursday. Raw Radio every Monday. <clears throat> Uh, outside the ropes, of course, every Wednesday. Uh, power, uh, and also, like I said, Power Hour, I even already said it, of course, every Saturday. Uh, Wrestling Revisited, of course, every Tuesday, and Wrestling Debate every Thursday, as well as WCWS this morning, every Sunday morning, and also, of course, on the Sports Machine, of course, every Friday and during every other special occasion. Uh, of course, keep in mind, in 2023, we hope to, of course, bring a lot more of our shows here, ladies and gentlemen, into the fold. And we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, utilize 411 Mania on those programs as well. Some of the stories, of course, we'll be bringing you, of course, here as well. Uh, uh, let's see right here. One story we will bring you, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story tonight with some various news as Chris Jericho shows some support for Giselle Shaw. Also, Joey Janela gets stitches and also the road to WrestleMania for Cena versus Austin Theory. As previously reported, Giselle Shaw was accosted by Rick Steiner at WrestleCon last night. who insulted her for being in a train. B7. And also, WWE has shared a new video looking at, of course, tonight's U.S. title match between John Cena and Austin Theory at WrestleMania. We, we do have the hype video, of course, right here, folks. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will post this in the video vault um, in case you'd like to go back and look at it. Of course, even after the, the match happens, of course, we will uh, we will, of course, you can still go, still go back and look at it here as well. 
Um, <clears throat> of course, as we mentioned, of course, here before, ladies and gentlemen, talking about Dominic and Rhea Ripley. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as Ripley talks about her chemistry with Dominic Mysterio and what she whispers in his ear. In an interview with the LA Times, Rhea Ripley, who's really a man, spoke about his, her own screen relationship with Dominic Mysterio and how the two built their chemistry. Here are some highlights. On his, her on-screen chemistry, chemistry with Dominic, Rhea says, it just built out of nothing. I barely talked to Dominic before we were, in, we were in different groups, but the pairing of us sort of just clicked. It was a really smooth and easy bond. It's been really cool watching him grow as well. He was a big baby face, all smiles to what he is now. It's just been fun to watch his evolution and him grow into the Latino heat that he is today. On what she whispers in his ear on TV, Rhea says, everybody wants to know what I'm saying, but that's a little secret between me and Dom. A lot of the time, he does crack a smile, and that's what intrigues everyone because they don't know what I'm saying. I don't want to spoil it too much, but I'll be coming up with some stuff. So apparently, ladies and gentlemen, it's still kind of unknown about that. Of course, obviously, it could be something that may be too private to really say. On how she interacts with kids as a heel, Rhea says, really depends on the environment like I'm if I'm working, then yes, I'll stay in character a bit, but if I'm outside of work, I'll be nicer to them, and I'll encourage them to do whatever they want, because obviously I want people to feel comfortable in their own skin, and I want them to know that it's okay to be themselves and look how they want to look, and everyone needs to look the same, and all girls have to have long hair, they can have short hair, they have tattoos, they can have muscles, like whatever they want to do, they can do it, and that's what I, and that's what I want to portray to them, I still throw Rhea Ripley in there because Rhea Ripley is a 10 times version of me anyway. So it is my natural sort of, I want to say, charm. People seem to like it. But I will be cheeky and I, like I will call someone out on their Lib Morgan shirt. If, if they're wearing a Lib Morgan shirt, you won't be my fan, but you're wearing a Lib Morgan shirt. But I'll still make them feel good about themselves at the same time. Because I want them to know that you don't always have to please people in your life. Just be you. That's the whole point of life so of course obviously as you know ladies and gentlemen ripley will be going out as we said earlier ripley will be going of course after charlotte for the smackdown women's title tonight and of course some people are speculating that she may end up pulling off that win but we will see what happens joseph lee posted this story tonight as real one of course we might remember him as enzo in wwe comments on his major league wrestling release and also hints at possible legal action. As previously reported, Real One was released from Major League Wrestling and his match at Battle Riot 5 was removed. His, he had been set to challenge world champion Alex Hammerstone at that event. It was rumored that he declined multiple creative plans and was not willing to work with the company's top talent. In a post on Twitter, Real One commented on his release and suggested that he might get lawyers involved. He wrote, Hilarious, I never signed a deal. I had a handshake. Do we want screenshots? I can just take you to court. Of course, uh, <clears throat> Real One said on his Twitter account, which is at Real One, and he said, of course, that same. He said, of course, that same thing. So you can, of course, go back and check and uh, and he. You can go back and check that out, of course. Uh, um, on that on his Twitter account, there as plus other things, of course, here as well. <clears throat> Uh, of course, we mentioned earlier, ladies and gentlemen, about the, uh, obviously, of course, about the uh, um, the deal with Giselle Shaw and Rick Steiner, of course, 
Uh, Ashish posted this story today as Impact Wrestling issues a statement on this incident involving Giselle Shaw and Rick Steiner. Impact Wrestling tweeted their statement on the Rick Steiner-Giselle Shaw incident at WrestleCon in Los Angeles. As previously reported, Shaw is alleging that Rick Steiner yelled at her with derogatory language regarding her being transgender, of course, yesterday. Shaw took to her Twitter account to note that she was at WrestleCon for an autograph signing. And while she was talking to her table, someone was yelling at her, saying that she was a man, a piece of trash, filth, and more. Shaw said she kept her head down and went to her table so as not to acknowledge the comments, and that later she decided to go see who was saying it, realizing that it was Steiner and that he continued saying it. Shaw noted that he was commenting on it, not for sympathy, but because she felt she had to stand up for herself and others who go through that sort of thing, particularly since Friday was International Transgender Day of Visibility. Shaw also noted that while many other wrestling legends there didn't get involved, her peers at Impact stood up for her and that Steiner had used a gay slur against one of them earlier in the day. WrestleCon also issued a statement on the incident and reportedly banned Rick Steiner from the remaining WrestleCon events. WrestleCon regrets the events at two places at yesterday's convention and apologizes to Giselle Shaw. We aim to promote a safe and inclusive environment for all LGBTQ uh, AI plus members of the wrestling community. The issue has been addressed and we hope the remainder of the convention can be a positive experience for all. Impacts uh, impact statement is officially is officially this. Impact Wrestling stands in full support of at Giselle Shaw 08 and the LGBTQ plus community. We are saddened by the incident Friday afternoon at WrestleCon in Los Angeles and hope everyone can learn and be better from it. Thank you for the million thank you to the millions worldwide who have read Giselle's statement and showed full support for her. Particular things go go to the organizing staff of WrestleCon as well as the impact roster and crew who, who all handled an ugly situation with the utmost professionalism. Of course, this was said on impact wrestling's Twitter account at impact wrestling today. You can go back and read that there as well. And while sometimes we might even say a little thing or two of this nature about uh, certain things here, of course, <clears throat> uh, here in the radio network, ladies and gentlemen, we only take it of course, as an obvious joke. We do not actually say, we do not actually, of course, um, of course, you know, mean, of course, a lot of that. We just simply just, uh, um, we just pretty much, ladies and gentlemen, just have a little wise crack here and there, of course, as well. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight with some WWE news as WrestleMania, as WrestleMania Saturday kickoff show live stream, of course, takes place. Of course, highlights of NXT stand and deliver, and the ultimate WrestleMania Saturday is now, of course, online. The kickoff show for WrestleMania Saturday, of course, is now officially online. Of course, the show begins at proper at 8 p.m. Eastern, and, for, and of course, 411 Mania will provide live coverage of night one of WrestleMania. Uh, <clears throat> we actually, ladies and gentlemen, of course, actually, we will post this right here ladies and gentlemen in the uh video vault if anybody wants to go back and and go back and look over it of course again at the night just just out of the blue of course if you wish of course if the video it will be available of course later on but also available online is the ultimate wrestlemania saturday fantasy discussion in which the, which the host assembled their top wrestlemania lineups using past 
matches. Of course, obviously, some of the some of the ones they probably got lined up, of course, include Shawn Michaels, Lita, Becky Lynch, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. We got that video, of course, right here. We'll also post it in the uh, video vault, of course, here as well. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, we do have, of course, we I think we do have, of course, here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of, uh, let's see, sorry about that here, folks. Uh, um, we do, of course, have some official highlights from uh, today's Stand and Deliver event. We will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, um, post, of course, some of the, these uh, highlights, of course, as well in the NXT US page if you'd like to go back. If you did, of course, get an opportunity to, of course, uh, uh, if you did get an opportunity to, of course, uh, take a look at this as well. <coughs> uh, you can, of course, go back, of course, here as well. Obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Gigi Dolan was obviously, of course, on the verge of picking up the women's title until obviously her former Toxic Attraction tag team partner, J.C. Jane, actually cost her the belt. So obviously, this feud between the former teammates, obviously, of course, is not over. Also, of course, and we have another highlight, of course, as UFC legend Daniel Cormier, uh, they also kind of help hype up the Creed brothers, of course, for their, I think, tag team title match. Also, of course, Dragon Lee, of course, making his official uh, NXT pay-per-view debut, of course, here uh, at Stand and Deliver, of course, as well. An electrifying entrance, from what I understand. Also, of course, uh, in the North American title match, of course, obviously, Axiom, of course, obviously, uh, Taking down both Dragunov and JD McDonough, of course, here as well. Also, uh, Wesley, of course, obviously the current North American champion did, of course. He saves, of course, losing his belt with a clutch breakup, of course, during this match. Also, Johnny Gargano, of course, was saying a uh, moment where he suplexes great. Uh, um, Grayson Waller looks like he's talking about it onto like a possible group of chairs. Oh, a big time encounter. Of course, Candice LeRae, of course, obviously helped join the fight. Of course, obviously against uh, against Grayson Waller, of course, here as well. Of course, glad to see Candice LeRae up around, walking around up here as well. Because one of the last times we saw her, of course, you know, she tried to, of course, get involved, of course, here um, on Raw, of course, as they were taking on members of the Judgment Day and obviously Rhea Ripley. Uh, kind of gave Candice Ray, of course, a little bit of a um, kind of a little bit of a toss around there and uh, against the barricade. Grayson Waller, of course, does a Shane McMahon coast to coast move, of course, on Gargano during this matchup. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, members of the group known as The Way, of course, Dexter Loomis and Gargano and Candice Ray, of course, came out. As they, uh, of course, uh, uh, I think in a way, kind of, uh, of course, congratulate Gargano on his win, and of course, Indy Hartwell for obviously uh, winning the uh, NXT Women's Championship. Of course, uh, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, of course, overwhelms. Of course, uh, Fallon Henley and Kiana James. Of course, as you know, they did pick up the women's tag team titles. 
And of course, Carmelo Hayes comes out, of course, of an entrance inspired, of course, by the one and only Los Angeles Lakers NBA team, of course, as well. Of course, obviously, Braun Breaker, of course, gave a tremendous hurricane rana, of course, on Carmelo, of course, obviously, during this matchup. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, Braun Breaker showing true respect to Carmelo Hayes after pulling off, of course, of the big win. Carmelo Hayes becoming the brand new NXT champion, of course, as true class, of course, as as you know, Braun Breaker is obviously, as some talk has been out there, is going up to the main roster. So definitely, of course, two, two true champions right there, ladies and gentlemen, there, but also true respect shown, of course, here as well. Uh, <clears throat> so that's what we need, of course, more in, rest, in wrestling more than ever, obviously, of course, is, of course, uh, um, is obviously, uh, is, of course, those showing a whole lot of the respect. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as a pirate panel just now coming in as a, possibly a big name celebrity is actually set for tonight's WrestleMania event. There, of course, it might be, of course, a big time uh, spoiler. Obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a we'll go ahead and point it out here. A big name celebrity and former WrestleMania competitor is set to appear on tonight's show. Apparently, Pop's letter is reporting that it could be possibly could be Bad Bunny. As he is currently, as he as he is backstage, and it will be on commentary for one of the matches. It was also noted that an angle was pitched, I guess, to Bad Bunny, involving Dominic Mysterio. So we will just have to watch this carefully and see what will happen. And I'm sure we'll get some updates, of course, here about this. Um. I know, and and of course, another thing involving WrestleMania, Ashish did post this today as the latest on what match will actually main event night one of WrestleMania 39. PW Insider reports that the WWE's current plan to close night one of WrestleMania will be the tag team title match between the Usos and the team of KO and Sami Zayn. They also added that Michael Hayes, of course, is producing that match. Also, of course, here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, let you know here that four uh, eleven mania, mania reporter Thomas Hall has his has his own review, ladies and gentlemen, of today's stand and deliver event. We will, of course, be, ladies and gentlemen, transferring that. Uh, we'll be putting that link on the NXT US Facebook page there. If I can go back and take a read about that, uh, about that, uh, his thoughts, of course, about today's NXT event. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here. <clears throat> um, of course, as we talk more about the situation involving, of course, Giselle Shaw and uh, Rick Steiner at. Uh, WrestleCon here, Jeffrey Harris has this story, as actually WrestleCon does release a statement on Giselle Shaw and Rick Steiner incident, and as we said, Steiner was reportedly barred from WrestleCon. Of course, the original story, ladies and gentlemen, as previously reported, Impact Wrestling star Giselle Shaw issued a statement yesterday on Rick Steiner, yelling at her with derogatory transphobic language to her yesterday. The WrestleCon Twitter account issued a statement earlier today apologizing to Shaw for what took place. 
<clears throat> and of course, of course, the statement is right here. We did, of course, uh, we did, of course, uh, uh, we did, of course, uh, read this. Uh, uh, I will, of course, comment right here. Mentioning Rick Stein has not Rick Steiner himself at this point had not commented on the incident. It is unknown of what actually did take place regarding the incident. According to Shaw's account, other wrestling legends in attendance watched on as the incident took place and did not get involved. Shaw's peers at Impact reportedly did get involved, and they stood up for her. Of course, WrestleCon's Twitter account, of course, at WrestleCon, uh, yeah, at WrestleCon say it said, WrestleCon regrets the events that took place at yesterday's convention and apologizes to Giselle Shaw. We aim to provide, of course, a safe and inclusive environment for all LGBTQAI plus members of the wrestling community. The issue has been addressed, and we hope that we we hope, of course, as it meant, we mentioned before, we hope the remainder of the convention, of course, here, of course, is a peaceful one. That was the previous story, of course. The update story, ladies and gentlemen, PW Insider has some additional details on how WrestleCon handled the incident after the outlet reached out to WrestleCon promoter Michael. Uh, but 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 according to the report, WrestleCon did not have the ability to speak to Steiner until earlier this earlier this morning. Steiner had left the WrestleCon event early yesterday to attend the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Steiner was reportedly informed that he would not be allowed to enter or take part in the remainder of WrestleCon events. WrestleCon also noted that Steiner was brought in by a third-party vendor who purchased Steiner's table at the event. He was actually not booked by the convention. Originally, WrestleCon is looking to facilitate the two parties speaking about the incident, but it has not yet taken place. So apparently, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the convention did not bring in Rick Steiner themselves. But of course, obviously now no one will be able to do that again because Rick Steiner has officially been barred from attending WrestleCon ever again. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here tonight as we have a backstage update on, on the contract status of Drew McIntyre, of course, as far as the WWE contract is concerned. It was initially reported by PW Insider yesterday that Drew McIntyre's WWE contract is expected to be ending within the next year, and neither side has agreed to a new, new deal yet. While the deal will not be expiring imminently, it is in its final year, and the two sides have not yet come to terms on a new contract as of yet. Additionally, report notes that both WWE and McIntyre are not close in regards to a new to a new contract. Fightful Select also has an update on McIntyre's WWE contract status. According to the report, the deal is expected to be up within the next nine months. Also, McIntyre reportedly made it clear that he is going to wait until close to the expiration date to sign anything, as there are multiple factors for him to consider. There are reportedly many contracts in WWE that are likely expiring by the end of the year and in 2024. When AEW emerged in 2019, WWE reportedly signed and locked up multiple talents to five-year contracts around that time. FIFO also notes that before Vince McMahon stepped down from WWE in July of last year, the promotion was planned to wait until closer to the contract expiration dates to talk about renewal deals. However, it's unknown if that strategy has changed under Triple H's regime. Fightful says that WWE is eager to keep Drew McIntyre, and they hope to engage in contract negotiations with him later this year. Of course, they would be fools, of course, to let go such a tremendous talent 
like Drew McIntyre. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here tonight as we have a backstage update on a, on a major WWE name in town for WrestleMania 39. <clears throat> During today's edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer said he was told by WWE this week that Randy Orton is in town for WrestleMania 39. However, Meltzer stated Orton is still not ready to return to the ring. According to Meltzer, he was regularly told by WWE that while Orton is in Los Angeles for WrestleMania 39, he's still not ready to get back into the ring yet. WWE reportedly told him his information directly because they do not want fans to think Orton is ready to make a return to the ring this weekend. Additionally, Meltzer reported yesterday via his Twitter account that Orton is still recovering from his back injury, so he isn't expected to be back in the ring just yet. Orton has been out of action since May of last year, and he later underwent a fusion surgery later in the year. Of course, Dave Meltzer posted this on his Twitter account, at Dave Meltzer, W-O-N. Just an update on Randy Orton. Don't expect him doing any doing matches anytime soon, as he's a ways away from recovering from his back issues. So we do, do we still wish a very speedy recovery to uh, Randy Orton. And we'll see, of course, if, if he does play any key factor in anything, of course, here tonight or tomorrow. Jeffrey Harris posted this story. One more story here tonight, folks. As Chris Jericho talks about CM Punk, says AW will survive with or without him. During a recent appearance on the Mark Madden show, AW star Chris Jericho commented on CM Punk. Here are some highlights via Fightful. I'm, I'm not, I uh, wasn't on Scott Hall's Christmas card list or I wasn't on Eric Bischoff's Christmas card list. You don't have to be best friends to coexist. To me, that's not really my wheelhouse. I'm not in charge of that. I'm sure that there'll be some answers to that pretty quickly. I would assume either way to us, AW is going to thrive and survive with or without him. We'll see what happens. As you know, CM Punk's current AW status is up in the air as the moment, at the moment stemming from a backstage incident that took place following AW's All Out 2022 back in September. CM Punk has been out of action after suffering a torn triceps injury at that event. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, keep you informed, of course, if, of course, there is, uh, if there is, of course, any change in that. And I know, ladies and gentlemen, I do have, of course, uh, two, I do have three trending stories I would like to bring. I know, like I said, we're going into the 7.30 hour here, folks. But, of course, a whole lot to talk about here, folks, indeed, as, of course, this is, of course, WrestleMania season. Uh, another one trending story that we have, of course, here, folks. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here tonight as Vince McMahon was seen with a mustache and a new look backstage at last night's Hall of Fame ceremony. Pro Wrestling Noah released a vlog of the Great Muda inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame last night. Following his induction speech, the Great Muda posed for a photo backstage with Chief Creative Officer Triple H and Executive Chairman of the Board, Vince McMahon. As noted, McMahon recently changed up his look, dyeing his hair, and growing out a pencil mustache. Of course, you could, of course, check out... Uh, of course, we, the video is private. We're not going to be able to see it. But if you, but of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you, of course, um, can read French, you can catch, you can look at the global global catch Twitter uh, tweet Twitter uh, account at global underscore catch. Of course, <clears throat> um, 
Um, if you want to see, of course, this video there, obviously, of course, it does involve, of course, in addition to Muda, also, obviously, of course, it does involve Triple H and, of course, uh, Vince himself. Of course, we did speak about Supercard of Honor earlier. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Tony Khan gives an update. It was, in fact, Dante, on, on Dante Martin after his injury he suffered last night at Supercard of Honor. The original story, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go ahead and say Dante Martin suffered what looks to be a serious injury at Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor during the Reach for the Sky Ladder match on last night's show. Uh, Martin and Penta were fighting off at the top of a ladder when Penta hit him with a Canadian destroyer through several tables. Martin came down with his foot, hitting the floor flat, and his lower leg looked to have snapped back in a full break. There is no word as to his status at this time. Of course, Lucha Bros won the match to become the new Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Of course, they have a 411 Mania, and of, course, and of course, right here in the radio network, our best wishes to Martin. Of course, this was said through, of course, Twitter account at ProResMatthew, Dante Martin's effing foot, hashtag ROH Supercard, hashtag ROH Supercard of Honor, hashtag Ring of Honor, hashtag ROH, hashtag Penta L0M, hashtag Lucha underscore Angel One, at Ring of Honor, and of course, there's a picture right there. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the update, Tony Khan has provided an update on Dante Martin after the top flight member suffered a serious injury at Supercard of Honor. Khan addressed Martin's status during the post-show media scrum, noting that he was sent, of course, uh, to the hospital and saying the following. He's at the hospital right now, and right before I came out here, I talked to Darius, and Darius is there, and some other good friends. I hope that we go update soon on Dante. I know he's in pain, but I wish him the best. Obviously, we're all praying for Dante. Dante's an amazing, amazing wrestler. Obviously, his brother has been through serious injuries and missed time, and we love Darius very much, too, and we missed Darius when he was out, and I think Dante would probably have action for some time, and I look forward to, to now Darius taking the time to grow and learn from it, but Dante's somebody that's going to be with us for a very, for a very, 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 very long time. We do, of course, have the video, ladies and gentlemen, from the AEW uh uh, Twitter, uh, I mean, AEW YouTube channel, uh, we, as we have, of course, the media, the post-show media scrum for Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, and we will post that, ladies and gentlemen. We will post it in the uh, ROH US Facebook page if you wish to, of course, go back and check that out. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh and I believe that was pretty much all that we had there, folks. So it looks like that's the, I thought we were going to have at least another one. But it looks like we pretty much, uh, um, well, we do. I got one more trending one right here, folks. Uh, Jeffrey Harris posted this here today as we do have a backstage update on the injury timetable for uh, Matt Jackson. Of course, during today's Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer provided an injury update on the Young Bucks' Matt Jackson. As noted, Jackson suffered a partially torn biceps injury last month during his match at AW Dynamite in Winnipeg. As previously noted, Jackson opted out of surgery and plans to rehab the injury. According to Meltzer, Jackson was given a timetable of about six to eight weeks to recover. That would likely be enough time for Jackson to return to the ring in time for AW Double or Nothing 2023. However, it's not guaranteed that Jackson will be healed enough in time for the match. It appears AW is building up for a matchup 
featuring Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Hangman Page against the Blackpool Combat Club for Double or Nothing. So with that being said here, folks, we'll, of course, keep you updated, of course, on everything we hear more about uh, Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks. On that, on that uh, note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much here for joining us here tonight for episode, for episode number 357 of WCWS Power Hour. Uh, <clears throat> of course, here as we did go through everything that, of course, everything leading up to, of course, all of our big-time events here this week, like we said, Multiverse United, uh, Supercard of Honor, of course, Stand and Deliver, and also, of course, uh, of course, hopefully coming up here soon, uh, WrestleMania uh, 39's Night 1 event. Uh, of course, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow morning around between 7 and 8 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow morning, we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, have <coughs> officially, um, we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, have officially uh, the, uh, uh, the uh, w, our next edition of WCWUS this morning. As we will, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to, of course, bringing you tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report we will provide of course an update here ladies and gentlemen on night one of wrestlemania about how that definitely did of course turn out uh also of course here we will talk about what will take place in the radio network here this week <clears throat> and also of course looking and also we will definitely of course be looking forward to the matches of course at night two of course tomorrow night and also, any additional wrestling news, ladies and gentlemen, we'll definitely be talking about it, of course, on 411 Mania. So be sure to listen in tomorrow morning, ladies and gentlemen, between 7 and 8 a.m. Uh, for WCWUS this morning, 805-8613-POUND. Of course, part of the radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. <coughs> but uh, we will, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be been up a lot of great stuff here, of course, about the annals, of course, of, of wrestling here from, of course, WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, uh, obviously, NWA, Impact, New Japan, um, and so much more, of course, here, folks. But we will definitely, of course, hear any updates we have, of course, and especially some, especially some of the stories we brought you this past week, even up to, of course, today. We will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, bring all of those here to you. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you definitely, of course, did enjoy staying in the liver, of course, earlier today. And I hope you do definitely enjoy night one of WrestleMania 39 uh, coming, coming, up, uh, coming up here in the next little bit. Of course, we got everything, of course, from the uh, tag team title belts, the U.S. title, the SmackDown, the Smackdown women's title. Uh, uh, coming up, of course, obviously, to... Uh, the men's WrestleMania showcase, of course, match for, uh, let's see, yes, four great teams coming up. Of course, Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, Trish, Lita, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. Obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Ray Mysterio, do Hall of Famer Ray Mysterio taking on his son, Dominic. Uh, of course, obviously, it might be a lot of things involved, of course, in that match. But we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, bring you any additional updates here, ladies and gentlemen, as they, of course, will. Uh, um, tomorrow morning, of course, on WCWS this morning, but we'll be checking that throughout the night here, folks. And, of course, it'll be, of course, a big-time amount of wrestling here, so you better, of course, like I said, we will, of course, be back with you, of course, here tomorrow. 
so ladies and gentlemen, of course, be sure to check out all of our groups. Of course, on Facebook, as we've been continuing to add a lot of different things, of course, to a lot of our groups. Uh, I know today, ladies and gentlemen, we did add some, a few things to, especially one thing to the WCCWS Facebook page, also the Game Show Alley page, Preservation of the Past, WWS Fan Empire. Uh, <clears throat> also, our tribute groups, of course, on, on both the entertainment, of course, and uh, wrestling scene. But we, of course, ladies and gentlemen, want to make sure we put, of course, check out a lot of classic stuff here, folks. But we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of great stuff here to bring you, of course, here as well. So be sure to watch out, of course, if you're a member of any of these groups, of course, at WCWS. Be sure, like I said, to, of course, you can comment on anything, any of that or pull up a video and watch it, look at a photo or anything that we post here, ladies and gentlemen. We'll definitely, of course, have it. Uh, we'll definitely, of course, have that rated. We'll definitely, of course, have that up for you to, of course, observe and all that great stuff here as well as you, of course, get ready to, like, relive. A lot of great memories, of course, here as well. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, please take care and please stay safe out there here, of course, as well. By all means, enjoy WrestleMania, of course, night one. And, of course, tomorrow, of course, uh, of course, we'll definitely highlight, of course, night two on WCWS this morning. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much here for listening. And, of course, we'll be back tomorrow morning. And, of course, we may have a special edition, of course, of uh we may have a special edition of course tomorrow night ladies and gentlemen we, we were hyping up something about doing a show which we might be of course talking about and going through the live coverage of night two of wrestlemania 39 but we're still kind of hyping that up and it could be wcw us aftermath we will keep you informed about that ladies and gentlemen if in fact of course we will if, if in fact we do actually decide to take care of that so until then, ladies and gentlemen, please take care and please stay safe out there, folks. <clears throat> until then, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, since 2000, remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, the WCWUS Radio Network. Take care and stay safe out there, folks, and we'll talk at you soon. Take care. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Have a good night, everyone.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.